Hey, what's up, podcast? Just want to make a quick announcement before we get into this awesome recording. Um, I say episode 20 in this in this podcast is actually episode 21. And I said, Josh, um, my friend I made here on Twitter, is my first guest. It's that He's actually technically my second. My little brother, Josh. I know, two Joshes. It was actually my first guest. So I just want to fix that. But enjoy this podcast. You can follow Josh on insta or i'm sorry you can follow josh on twitter at let me pull this up at just j just joshin so j j u s t j j o s h and follow him on twitter and enjoy this episode what's up josh how's it going man Oh man, it is going really well. Uh, I'm 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 really excited for this. I'm looking forward to kind of hanging out and uh, talking. And it's a pleasure to meet you, Jason. You too. You too. Uh, for everybody on the podcast that's listening right now, this is episode number twenty of Kicking It with Jason. I got Josh here. Uh, yeah. You're actually my first guest, man. My, awesome. my very first guest that I ever had. So yeah, this is exciting. Josh is over in Texas. Yes, um, yes. We'll be talking about some some reselling, some reselling business. Yeah. Uh, you know, just things going on in your world, in your life, and maybe some family things. So you got three kids, right? So I actually have one. My girlfriend uh-huh. has two. Got and it. Obviously, I consider them mine, but, um, you know, she's got two boys and I've got a girl, and they uh, absolutely love each other, which is amazing. That's awesome, man. It's good yeah. to have that, uh, that family love and connection. That's awesome, man. Definitely, definitely. Good stuff. Well, for um, anybody listening, my name is Jason. I, my background is in, uh, I don't know if you know this, Josh, I'm a, a personal trainer, kickboxing trainer. I've I been saw doing that, karate. Yes. Yeah, I've been doing karate, man, since I was uh, eight years old. So it's been like 20 years. It's wow. been my life every day, training, 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 teaching. Um, into comics, into sports cards, uh, a little bit of garage selling. So I'm definitely going to yep. learn some stuff from you today on okay. the resale game that I, I want to yeah. pick up on. So I'll be taking some notes as well. And um, yeah, man, tell me about yourself. Uh, so so where'd you grow up at? What are you up to? Um, and yeah, anything else you want to share? Well, let me this because you, you mentioned your, your background in martial arts. I actually do myself train uh, jujitsu. I've been oh, doing so for, uh, I took a brief period off for a few years because of my daughter being born and, and uh, you know, marriage and kind of things yeah. like that. But um, I've been training full time for probably about four years uh and um i absolutely love it man I, I have definitely been to competitions where i've been able to see karate and muay thai competitions and different martial art forms and i really just have a lot of respect for each one um in yeah. its own in its own sense you know that's that's awesome man four years in jiu-jitsu so um are, are you are you a blue belt purple white i'm knocking on the door in my purple I'm, I'm i'm a fourth stripe blue belt and i am definitely well this is of course putting a little bit of a, a setback, unfortunately, but I am going to work hard as soon as we get back to the gym and train at home and watch videos. And uh, I'm very lucky that the school that I train at, uh, my professor and a lot of the coaches and other professors are putting out um, a lot of content online that we're able to watch. So keeping yeah. healthy and then getting to do a little bit of moves here at the house, maybe with, uh, you know, the kids when we're wrestling and having a good time and just oh, kind of sure. I hit, you know, uh, and just enjoying it overall. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, man. Yeah. Um, at our, at my karate school, um, by the way, it's like a brotherhood, sisterhood there. They all watch me grow up, watch their, yeah. the, the owners grow up. They're like my big brothers and sisters over there. But yeah, so they've been doing 
um, all their classes online, the group classes, they're doing jiu-jitsu online. And what's cool is they had they had everybody make their own dummies. They they had them get their gi and they stuffed the gi with clothes and blankets and towels. So they have yeah. like you know uh, like a person, and they're just running they're just running drills and classes with uh, that way. And people were really enjoying it. So I thought that was cool. So I don't know if you're doing that yet, but you have kids at home that you can you can practice with. But yeah, yeah, man, jiu-jitsu is awesome. Jiu-jitsu is awesome. I got a lot of friends that train in that, and it's it's super helpful. So yeah, good stuff, man. What else are you What else are you up to? Um, you know, I, I do work full time, so I do the reselling in my free time. I work uh, as a first responder, so I work two days on at a station, and then I'm off for four days. And nice. on those four days, I uh, do the side garage selling, you know, or wholesale buying if I can find big lots of different items. And, um, and then I do my shipping. Um, sometimes when I'm gone, I do schedule if i uh let's say i get an order the night before i go to work i package it and then i schedule for it to be picked up the next day um but you know i kind of i kind of work mainly in those four days um on the reselling nice nice so yeah. first responder so you're you're you said you're working four four days on so two days on so like two a 48 days. hour shift and then i'm off for four days four, got it got it got it what got, what got you into being a first responder so um, I'm uh, an EMT meeting. I work on the ambulance with my yeah. partner and um, pretty much all of my family has been in medical. My mom was a paramedic and, you know, EMT to paramedic to nurse to uh, still working in the uh, medical industry. And my yeah. father did very similar. He went to flight medicine and things of that nature. So I guess wow. when I was younger, I was able to go to hospitals and to help and to volunteer and the ambulance and so I was always around it and I guess I was just really uh -huh. comfortable and um, you know, I kind of always felt a desire to give back to the community. And I knew that one of the ways that I could give back is through the medical, just in my background and what I felt comfortable with um, and kind of remaining calm under pressure. So it, I also, yeah. I grew up around it. I really do love it. Um, and then it was kind of a way to also, you know, repay the community and, and be a part of, um, protect and serving kind of, you know, uh, the brotherhood of, uh, first responders. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And I mean, that whole medical field, you guys are, you know, I mean, you guys have always been superheroes, but with everything's going on right now, you know, you guys are on the front line, that whole, the whole nursing community, doctor community, medical community. So yeah, and it's, it's, yeah, we appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys for everything that you guys are doing. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I definitely have, have got to give it all to the nurses and doctors in the hospitals. You know, they are day in and day out, you know, protected, but right there with the patients, uh, you know, yeah. EMS, we obviously do transport and we do have to have some interaction, but it's, I would say, um, you know, minimal compared to their interaction. So, you know, they yeah. are right there at the hospitals and couldn't be more grateful for everything that they're doing, the hours that they're putting in and just the amazing um, kind of sense that nurses have when it comes to these sort of uh, emergencies. Yeah. Exactly, man. Exactly. So, so you're working two days, and then the four days you're doing your resale. Tell, tell me how you got into yep. resale. Uh, you know, I actually came across some of Gary's content on uh -huh. Instagram. Yeah. And I kept seeing him talk about Twitter, but I was really kind of always like, whatever. You know, Twitter's kind of played out. I didn't really see any <laughs> value in it. To be honest, I just didn't. Yeah, uh, that's the same. With I me. never. I, well, I never had one, but before uh, coming across this content and really seeing what he was putting on Twitter, I was like, whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, but kind of shortly after, or maybe within a week or so of really just kind of 
finding him and then going through some of his content, I started a Twitter account and just started following him and kind of the people that he was following to see what his day-to-day, like what does somebody of that success see on a day-to-day if they're right. using this kind of platform, you know? Yeah. Um, and then obviously through that, you see all of his reselling content and the amazing stuff that he puts out. And I guess it was one of those things where, you know, if this guy who is obviously successful can be out there hustling and working hard and showing us how, you know, honestly, with the hard work, how easy it is to go out and, and interact um, and to be able to bring in some financial means through garage selling and thrifting. Um, and what I appreciated about it is that, you know, a lot of people when this stuff started, you know, they wanted to price gouge and jack up these prices on specific things that really uh, people needed. And yeah. I felt like by going to garage sales and thrift stores, I'm buying these items at a price that these sellers are willing to sell it at. I'm right. putting in the effort to go and put it on a platform where I can reach a broader audience and possibly sell yeah. it for more. Possibly yeah. not. I've hit duds, you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I felt like it was an honest way to hustle. If that makes sense. Yeah, I feel that. So, yeah. 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 I had a, um, a conversation with somebody on LinkedIn yesterday and he's, he's into reselling everything. And then I asked him, was he doing garage sale shopping? And then um, he had a, um, a bad misconception. He said, well, I don't want to do garage sale shopping or selling because um, I, I don't feel I feel like I'm taking away from people like like money that they need. I think he thought he was lowballing them. And I was, I told him, I was like, that's not really the purpose of people having their garage sales that really they just want right. to get rid of their stuff because if they wanted to make money, of course they would know that, you know, I can make way more money um, selling this online or something. But the whole method for them is I just want to get this out of the way. If I make a dollar, right. cool. If I don't, cool. Which gives, if, if they wanted to make money, I feel like they will be on our side going, you know, driving up to the yard, picking out stuff and then reselling it so that's good that you said that it's an honest way to make money because it is because i mean that's just the community of garage sale shopping everybody knows that they're selling their stuff low people like us are going to come in we're going to get sure. a good bargain on stuff and if we decide to sell it hey we decide to sell it make make some extra cash so yeah man good 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 points on that so how, how long have you been doing doing that now so you're doing garage sale shopping are you you say you're going to big lots thrift stores everything right so how yeah how long have you been doing that uh, well, let me, let me say this too. You know, a lot of people, they say that, you know, when you're out and you're sourcing at different places, you shouldn't tell people what you do because they're going to jack up the price and so on and so yeah. forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but on the context of just kind of being an honest hustle, whenever I've been out, I usually, and I really do like social interaction. So I enjoy talking to people just yeah, naturally, yeah, whether yeah, yeah. for no reason at all. They just want to say hi and how's your day going? Hey, how are you? You know, I love to kind of have yeah. that interaction. So I generally yeah. do go to garage sales and interact with people and I look for items that I can make money on. And if they're willing to sell it at a certain price, great. You know, I can pay you that. If it's if I'm not comfortable paying that price because maybe I know it's going to sit for a while, but it has potential, you know, mm-hmm. then maybe I'll offer them a little bit lower. Um, but I have had opportunities where people have come to me and been like, "Hey, what do you do? I've seen you, you're getting a lot of stuff here. You know, what do you?" And I told them, you know, well, what I yeah. usually do is I go and I source and I look for opportunities to sell these items online, you know, for a little right. bit of profit. And sometimes they're like, oh, really, you know, and then you can kind of see they want to add a little bit more money. And if I know that I'm still going to have, you know, good margins on everything that I'm getting and I know that, you know, I can um, be okay if it sits or whatever, then I don't Mm -hmm. mind paying a little bit more or even saying, you know, I understand that, you know, this is a little bit more valuable item and I don't have a problem telling somebody, hey, you know, this is, you know, potentially what it's worth, but it could sit for a long time. 
And sometimes people yeah. say, oh, I'll keep it and, and I'll sell it. And I'm like, okay, great. You can do that. You know, there's, yeah. a, there's, there's a bountiful amount of items that you can buy and sell. So for these yeah. small percent of opportunities where people hear that and they say, oh, no, I'm going to do it. Well, great. If you don't, um, I would be happy to come back and buy it at a reasonable price. And I have had people call me and say, hey, you know, I couldn't figure out how to do that. If you'll just come pick it up, you can sell it, you know. Okay. Wow. So yeah. I feel like there's a positive way to kind of bring, bring that forward and to say that. And, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, um, like Gary Vee puts out a lot of content and there's yeah. a lot of people that could go and do the reselling like we're doing, but they don't because they like to hear it, but they don't necessarily put in the work. Um, right, same right. theory goes for garage sales. There's a lot of people that might, you know, say, oh, well then I'll sell it. Okay, great. If you can, cool. I'll go find something else. But if not, I'm still here, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Good points, man. Good points. Oh, um, uh, and asked about started. Uh, how, how long yeah. have I been doing this? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got to talking, you know. But it's all um, good, man. I love it. <laughs> so I actually started uh, about a year ago, a little less than a year ago. Um, just really kind of getting my feet wet, just selling a few items. Um, I did not, you know. Obviously, I've got you know the kids and. We have bills to pay and things of that. And I definitely yeah. live within my means, but I still want to be cautious, you know, in investing in something. And yeah. I saw the potential, like I said, but um, I definitely wanted to take my time. So when I originally went outsourcing, it was, you know, I'm going to, I've got $5. If I can't hustle with $5, then I shouldn't be doing this at all, you know? And so mm -hmm. I went out and I found $5 worth of items and I listed them and I made a few, you know, a little bit of money. And I'm like, okay, well, now I have 15 or I've got 35 or, you know, whatever it yeah. was at the time. And, um, I, I made a really good, uh, really, really good find in the beginning with a, a huge amount of sports cards and I flipped them and I made a, a really good profit and I used that to really kind of fund uh, really getting into eBay for like the last six to seven months of really trying to be diligent about listing and selling mm -hmm. and how I'm writing my items and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, and then just uh, last week, Recently, I finally went and started at the lowest level of the store that they offer the, so you get your listings every month and some of the other benefits. So I just feel yeah. like I find, you know, I'm taking another little step to kind of growing what I wanted to start, you know, but I mean, I, I want, I know it's going to take time. And so I don't right. mind, you know, I, I want to learn at a low level. So I'm not just blowing through, you know, uh, unnecessary money. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when you when you first started, um, you said you started with garage sales shopping, right? And then yeah, yeah. church sales, garage sales, neighborhood sales, any of that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. When I when I when I, same thing here, man. Gary V. He was talking about yeah. selling things. I think I I think what I first did was started with stuff in my house, and when I made that first sale, I can't even remember what it was. Um, but I just remember when the first sale went through, I was like, oh my gosh, people really did really do buy things. And then that built my belief. And then, uh, I just got more hardcore with it too. And then I feel like, what was it last year? Um, yeah, I really went out and shopped and made some sales. Uh, one of the biggest ones, I, I like how you said, like you're upfront with how people, when people ask you, they, you know, you tell them that you're a reseller or you do garage yeah. sale shopping to flip it online. I remember I came across this house. Um, San Ramon no it was it San Ramon I forget but it was a uh, uh, it, it was in a neighborhood and they had these shoes like brand new running shoes probably worn once some were, were, weren't worn, worn at all and then uh I told him I was like I'll buy 20 shoes 
you're like, what are you, what are you going to do with all those shoes? <laughs> I just straight up told him, I was like, I'm going to resell them. Uh, you know, like if you give me a deal, I'll be happy to take it off your hands. I, and I told him straight up, I was like, I don't think everybody's going to, I don't know if you're going to get 20 sales of these shoes, but I'm willing. I'm like right here. I'll, I should, they have way more than 20. That's probably my biggest wow. regret. Like I should have just gave them a whole deal for the whole, the whole box. But yeah. I said, I'll get 20 off your hands right now. And all, all those pairs sold somewhere for 20. I, I think each pair averaged about like seven bucks. Some pairs yeah. went for 25, some pairs went for 30, some went for about 40. And uh, had a pair go for seventy. There's some nice brook shoes, and I was nice. like, man, this is this is incredible. So, um, yeah, man. W w so when you go when you go thrift store shopping, what are you typically trying to look for? What do you what do you try to eyeball for? So um, I would say I'm relatively new at thrift store shopping. I have yeah, only like a few twice, times. Man. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. It's all good. Uh, uh, I've only been a few times, and yeah. again, I wanted to go and sort of learn and try to figure this out, but I don't want to be there every day kind of bugging the people or making it like too obvious because I know Goodwill, <laughs> you know, can be a little uh, a little touchy about, I guess, you know, reselling I've heard online and stuff. So I figured, you know, don't make it too obvious, but uh, right, right. I basically at this point, I go to the thrift stores and I just look, I scan mm -hmm. Um, I, I will say that I typically try to look for new items that are boxed, you know, yeah. or at least wrapped in the original packaging. Sometimes they mark on them, which is fine. You know, I just take a picture and I show them the picture that it's got marking. Nobody really cares. They just take the packaging off, you know, right, it right, seems right. Like for the most part. So I typically try to look for new items or vintage items that I can recognize. Um, and wow. then there are several people online that I follow that, uh, resell different clothing. So I just have sort of reached out at different times or followed different threads where they were talking about different clothes to look for, brands to look for, you know, specific one-offs or, you know, this is a, you know, you'll all find a few of these in the world or whatever, you know, just the random ones that you wouldn't really think to look for. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to shoes, because I've come across some crazy shoes. And I'm like, these are worthless. And I pull them up and it's like a hundred dollars. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's insane. Yeah. So um, yeah, new to shoes, new to thrifting. So I pretty much just look at everything. Um, that's how my store, you know, my eBay is set up. I really have a variety of a lot of different items. So I just look for opportunity and uh, areas where, you know, if there's a profit and a margin, um, great. Nice. Are you, are you connected to a lot of resellers on Twitter? You follow, uh, you follow a few of them? Yeah, yeah I would say, you know, uh, I definitely follow uh, quite a few resellers on Twitter. That's basically, you know, I've got some some of the CEOs like Elon and all them and Gary Vee, um, you know, mm -hmm. that I like to follow. And then um, pretty much resellers. I don't really yeah. have any other content on there. I didn't really yeah. see any other reason for Twitter. I really started it for that. And I found a lot of value in that. And, um, you know, there's some news that comes across and things like that. And a lot of funny content that I enjoy seeing every now and then. But. I yeah, pretty yeah. much like to, like just go through what's going on in the reseller world and uh you know what's the next you know what's coming up or what's what's a good flip or what's something to look for I love that content yeah let, let's stick on here real quick on Twitter because uh man I I was sleeping on Twitter for a while I think I yeah. I wasn't even on there posting I probably I just had like the re the re the automatic repost from my Facebook going to it and then yeah. I finally turned that off a few months ago and um you know, just, just constantly listen to Gary. He's always like, you need to be on the major platforms, LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, right. Instagram, Twitter. 
and I was like, I'm I'm not on Twitter, and it didn't make. It didn't, once it kind of clicked, it's like, why am I not on Twitter? There's an audience there, there are people there, it's a community there. It's one of the biggest apps in the world. I should be on Twitter, right? I need to figure out, you know, how what I'm gonna get out of it, you know, how I'm gonna bring value, what value I can get out of it, and it's been awesome. It's been a great app. I mean, it's proof because me and you are right here on zoom now through and Twitter. Exit, right? yeah. yeah yeah so that's how i mean that's how incredible the app is i, I just did another uh, i was a, i was a guest of my friend ulysses that i just met on twitter too on his podcast yes. through twitter and again it's like a, it's a great way to to get educated and, and connect with other people that are like you and your field a lot of resellers are on there i always come across content of people that are reselling and just picking their brains and and getting uh tips and what to do what not to do so it's it's an awesome community, man. So I'm glad I got back on Twitter and I'm actually focused on there, and um, just knowing how to how to be um, interactive and social on there is is huge. Um, yeah. I'll give you an example. Yeah. So I'm in my mind, I've been playing this thought of doing some kind of kickboxing um, workout online with the heavy bags. Yeah. I have a heavy bag in my house, so I'm cool. thinking like, how can I? you know, find other people that want to do that, that want to work out beside me, or how can I start up an online program? And I was like, Twitter's awesome because you can go on Twitter, you can type in, we call them Wave Master Bags. You know the Wave Masters, right? So Wave Master Bags, type that in. And yeah. then there's people talking about it. And I jump in those conversations, everything I learned from Gary Vee. I jump in those conversations, just communicate, communicate. And next thing you know, I get a follow back. They're communicating with me. I'm not selling or anything, but, you know, we're making a friendship. And I, and yeah. I type in the next word. Um, what did I type? I put free or no, no, no. I put, uh, what's it called? What's it called? Standing bag, uh, uh, free or, or a standing bag, heavy bag, standing bag. I put those in, I type that in. And then there's people, there's people just, you know, talking about it. And I jump in those conversations and now you're figuring out how to use Twitter in the right way. And then just being, you know, kind of no direction on it. It's the same thing you can do with Instagram, yeah. you know, you know, uh, Facebook, as, as long as you go in there putting good content, and you're you're interacting in a good way man you can get a lot of value out of it and i'm i'm no, i'm noticing that the little bit that i'm doing so uh yeah. what about you what have you noticed since you got back on twitter or are engaged in twitter yeah so i was never on i mean once i started it was just uh really gary v and then going from there um and i have i have not looked back i really have enjoyed being on twitter as far as how much value there is it's kind of ridiculous yeah. i think you know before i was probably thinking a little selfish and like you know what you know, I'm not going to get any attention on Twitter. It's been here too long. Like, how am I going to bring it? In? You know, there's just so many people <laughs> yeah, on yeah. there, you know. And I got on to realize, like, look at the value, like, how much there is on Twitter as far as right. access and connectivity and being able to reach out. You know, there's a lot of platforms that are great. Um, but I think as far as uh, connecting, I have found a lot of good value connections on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. You know, specifically yeah. one, I don't know if you know who she is or not, but um, Chef Lizette. Uh, she no, no. Cookies, cookies and Cards. She's incredible. She's out of New York. Um, she uh, is actually probably the first person that I really like made me believe in Twitter and just the uh -huh. connections because, you know, we, we, um, I actually helped her with her eBay. She was, you know, a chef. So she was working a lot and she needed help listing. And uh, she allowed me to help her do those listings and to learn through her account how to do a lot of that in the very beginning when I was new. And, uh, you know, so I was able to help her and get those mm -hmm. listings put up while she was working. And, you know, she was sourcing there in New York and sending me pictures. And then I was doing all the backend work and helping wow. her get them listed and sold, you know, and just wow. to be able to like, you know, connect um, and to be able to like be like minded in the business sense was just was just really cool, you know, and then somebody like you, you know, uh, 
to be able to sit here and talk and to go over podcasts and to kind of talk about how you found all the value in Twitter, it, it just reinstills like there is um, an amazing amount of value if you're just willing to go and kind of seek it out, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, man, I think I don't, I don't know how many followers I have. I think less than 200, but yeah. you know, like it's, I know I follow about 600. So even with that small amount, I'm getting a lot. And I'm just like, you can already see, I'm already looking ahead. Like, wow, if I get another 10 followers or if I follow another 10 people, now another realm of conversations have opened up, you know, I can just see it growing and growing one follower at a time, one conversation at a time. It's awesome, right. man. Are, are you on other platforms as well? Absolutely. Um, I definitely, you know, utilize Instagram, Facebook, uh -huh. TikTok. Uh, I kind of have a variety. Uh, Facebook is more just like family and kind of sharing things and funny stuff. But Instagram, yeah. TikTok, um, and Twitter are all pretty much focused on eBay. Uh, Mer you know, Mercari for selling and let go, mm -hmm. offer up uh poshmark yeah. is something i have I, I have a lot of stuff to put on poshmark but i've not gotten there so yeah, yeah, i yeah. want to get on yeah. there as well you know so yeah uh, pretty much uh uh i'd say all the plat the major platforms at this point linkedin i do have a linkedin um i do not utilize it it's definitely yeah. something that i probably should but at this yeah, point LinkedIn's awesome, I really man. Don't. Awesome. yeah 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 i use linkedin uh every day just i mean constant constantly putting content out and, um, I mean, just through my videos and posting, I got offers from other gyms to go work for, for them and got phone interviews. Um, That's awesome. So, whatever you want to get, like, you're looking, there's resellers on there, too. So, I mean, yeah, you'll find another another audience there, another, you know, people yeah. you can connect with. And who knows what else you can come across with other opportunities. So, LinkedIn is cool. It's super cool. They're getting reach has dropped. Um, like, there was posts where I would put up and it would be, like, 500 views organically but you know sometimes it's only like but it's still it's still good it's still attention sure. yeah. um so you know and then figuring out how to run ads and things on that in the future would be really good to do as well um you said you did sports cards right to get started with getting cash in your pocket to yeah. start your garage sale what, what sports yeah. cards was that which ones did you sell hey you okay hold on it's just some <laughs> it's all good hey, man. It's what's good. wrong hey Adeline, please share Share with him. Can you help him? Just let him watch your video. Okay. I'll, I'll, okay. <laughs> These little ones now I've got. It's they, they start getting antsy, but they'll be all right. Hey, hey. It's all good. Just relax, buddy. Did you uh, did you guys build the uh, the in-house sports yet with the blankets? You guys do that yet? Uh, we've done. We we've blown up the mattress in the living room and put it up against the couch and just let the kids lay on the you know everything and just kind of enjoy it. Sort of like you know. Uh, a little camp out in the living room, but that's we haven't cool. built a big fort yet. I'm sure that's coming. You know, we got a few yeah, more man. weeks, obviously. So <laughs> I've been loving, I've been loving videos and pictures of people building forts with their kids, and that just brings me back yeah. to when I was a kid. So but that's cool. What were we talking about? Sports cards. Sports the sports cards. cards. Yeah. What'd you so um, I came across some of Gary's content about sports cards. You know, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, if that's a way of making some money, let's check it out. But I really yeah. did not know, and I still don't know a whole lot about sport. Oh my gosh. So my buddy's calling. We've got we, we got a meeting at two thirty, but I'm like, give me a little while. I think it's like new. Yeah, tell me I'm kicking it with Jason, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, I um, I wanted to kind of figure out sports cards, but I didn't know a lot about them. But I mm -hmm. saw a lot of comic books on Facebook Marketplace. Hey, yeah, 
come here, sit right here, relax. You want some water? Here, have some water. And um, <laughs> I bought that lot because I looked at a few of the pictures and I saw that there was value. You know, I knew it was like, okay, I, I think I can make some money off of this. And so yeah. I bought the lot. And when I went to purchase it, the gentleman that uh, showed up, his name was Michael. And, you know, I told you, I just like to talk. So I just got to talking to him and asking him yeah. about, you know, comic books. You know a lot about comic books and just kind of um, generally talking about that subject. And he mentioned, you know, well, I really... I've, I've been trading sports cards for a long time, but I kind of got out of it, you know, um, but I've always loved it and it's something I've enjoyed, but these comic books were something I picked up and uh, I needed to sell them, you know? And I was like, okay, cool. Um, I didn't really think much of it. I just thought it was a neat interaction, but I had his information on Facebook. And so I saw this post, this listing for sports cards. Um, yeah. And it, it was probably, I mean, a hundred thousand or more. I mean, it was like a lot, just an insane amount of sports cards. Right. And they wanted like a couple hundred dollars and um, they, they wanted like $200. And so I was like, okay, it's probably worth that, but I don't feel like I'm ready to pay that, you know? And so yeah. um, I reached out and I, and I offered, you know, what was the lowest they would take? And of course they threw out an offer and, this was on a, I believe it was on a Friday. And so uh, they didn't want to take my offer. And then on Saturday, uh, it was still there and I'd messaged them about it and they still wanted a little bit more than I was willing to pay. And so on Sunday, mm -hmm. I messaged them Sunday kind of in the afternoon. I was like, hey, you know, I don't know if this is still available. If it is, I, I, I can pay you $40. It's gonna take me about an hour to an hour and a half to get there, but I'm willing to come pick, pick it up if you guys are you know, willing to sell it this weekend. And so the what I found out later was the wife messaged me and said, if you can come get it right now, you can have all of it, everything that's left. And I was like, all right, you know, so yeah. I show up and, and um, the wife is there and the husband comes out and he's like, he's like, Oh, Hey, you know, you get some sports cards. I was like, yeah, I'm getting all the sports cards. And he's like, Oh, Oh, okay. She's like, yeah, honey, he, he gave me, I was just tired of him being here and I don't want him coming in our garage and they need to go. And I was like, all right, cool. So I start pulling all the cards and I get them. And it, so my girlfriend has a, uh, like a 2014 forerunner, you know, so like a midsize SUV, but a good size. Yeah. It filled all of the front seat, all of the middle seats, all of the third row and the trunk full of cards. Like, Holy smokes. dead serious. So what you do, you like sorted that, through it? You sorted through it and found some, some good ones? Well, not only did they give me that, it was a signed football and like a Steph Curry picture frame and like a bunch serious? of stuff. That was, I'm dead serious, man. They, all of it. And I gave them $40 and that's what they wanted. So What? Oh my gosh, dude. $40. I'm dead wow. serious. And wow. so uh, I actually, yeah. my mom's a Facebook big Texas fan. Yep. I'm telling you, you got you, you to gotta look, you know, and you got to be willing to, and I, I basically just, this is what I'm comfortable with. If you guys will take it, great. If not, I'm cool with walking away, you know? And yeah. um, I was. And um, yeah, so I reconnected with that guy, Michael. I messaged him. I said, hey, I picked up this massive lot of sports cards. And I remember you telling me you love cards. And I just thought maybe you and I can get together and go through some of these. And you can help me if, if, you, if you're okay with it. You can help me kind of learn a little bit about sports cards. And yeah. as I sell them, if I find some valuable ones, as I sell them, I'll give you some of the profits. You know, I just right off the bat, I was like, your time is valuable, you know? Yeah. And so he That's messaged awesome. me back and, and he was like, yeah, bring them by. Um, you know, I can go, he said, it'll take me about a week to a week and a half to, or something to go through them. It wasn't very long for as many cards as there were, to be honest, but he's like, I'll pull all the valuable ones and put them to the side. I'll separate, you know, and he or, and, and organize them and things like that. Uh -huh. And so, you know, like I said, I met this guy through Facebook marketplace, but I just really felt like that he was a good person, you know, 
And yeah. so I literally, I drove over there a few days after getting the cards. My girlfriend was upset because they were all over the house and I needed to get them gone. <laughs> and so I drove over there and I dropped them off and I stayed at this place for about four or five hours looking through the cards with them, you know, and just hanging out and kind of talking. And he actually liked to buy and sell um, himself. So it was kind of a way to connect. Um, and so basically after that, I was like, you know what? I really feel like, you know, I can trust you to hold on to these cards. And if you find ones that are valuable, just please let me know. Um, you know, at the end of the day, in the back of my mind, I thought I'm only $40 into this. If it's worth not upsetting my girlfriend and he runs with a the lot, then, hey, you know, that's okay. I can deal with that. But I believe that he was just going to be a good person, you know? And yeah. anyway, so about it, yeah, we, we talked over the week, but about a week later, man, he separated all the cards, organized all the cards, like put, put the, the valuable ones in baggies and, uh, you know, and, and the, the lot came with a bunch of the holders, the little plastic sleeves and some of the top yeah. loaders. So he, he did that, condition. all of the high value cards he put away in those holders to make sure they were safe and let me know how to care for them. And like, he did a bunch of stuff, man, just killed it. Right. And wow. uh, so of course, um, uh, he was really in a bad financial situation and he kept telling that to me. So um, I just paid him outright for his time. And, and yeah. uh, you know, he was really grateful and I was really grateful for everything that he helped me with. And um, he ended got up being a- Got some good karma coming, man. Got some good yeah, karma well, coming. <laughs> well, he did some yeah. driving too, right? And he actually yeah. ended up picking my girlfriend and I up one night. And so then we just, I would just call him directly to come and get us instead of calling Uber at all. Just so that uh -huh, I knew he was nice. getting, like he would, he would just charge me what they would charge me, but it all went to him, you know? Right. So right. man, I, I'm telling you, uh, it was just a way to connect and it was awesome. Yeah. And I nice, knew it beforehand, man. so, you know. Yeah, that's an incredible story. I love that, man. I love that story. So what, you know, we're big, we're big warrior fans over here. I'm in the Bay Area, man. Steph Curry is oh. like one of my favorite players. So yeah. what'd you do with the Steph Curry autograph? With, did so you end up selling it or keep it? No, that, that's another great story. I actually had yeah. planned on keeping it. Um, and um, I, would, I would definitely, yeah. Well, what it was is it was a picture. He was in the forefront, and then his teammates were behind him, and it had the, the Golden State you know, emblem and everything, and it was framed with a black mat behind it. So it looked really nice. Yeah. Um, and um, I was actually at the post office dropping off boxes one time, and I yeah. you know, like to interact, so I'm talking to the postal workers. And the guy started talking to me about how big of a Golden State fan he is and he loves them and this and that, you know? Yeah. And I just said, hey, you know, I, I said, I actually, I have a framed picture for sale, you know? Um, I don't know if you're interested, but if you are, I can go pick it up from my house and I'll bring it back right now. And uh, I sold it to him for a relatively, like, really cheap price. And he was super happy. He was like, you sure you don't want more? I was like, no, you know, because I <laughs> felt like it was just kind of like, you know, meant to be. And um, I think I think he paid like $15 for $20 for it. And it was probably worth maybe 40 or 45, you know, so. And yeah, uh, yeah so he felt like he got a great deal. I got a great deal. And every time I go to the post office, he helps me really quickly. So, you know, I mean, hey, it, it went all the way around. It works, man. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, so you're in what part of Texas are you in, by the way? Uh, like the Spring Woodlands area, north of Houston. Okay. Yeah. Near near Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Are you a are you a, a Rockets fan or or are, what, what team do you cheer for? I absolutely cheer for my home teams. Um, I'm not like I don't really follow a lot of sports as far as hardcore. Obviously, I know like yeah. the main players and what goes on throughout the year. But I'm yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. you know, I never really got into fantasy and I just, I like to go to the games and I like to follow the stats when the year's going on. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I played sports growing up and um, I do love the sports. I just don't really follow them, you know, yeah. that, that That's much, interesting. to be honest. 
Because uh, I'm, I'm kind of the same way where um, I used to, I, I feel like in high school, middle school, um, I, mean, I used to be so hard for sports. I knew every player yeah. and every team, the position, what they did last night, sports center, top 10. I mean, I was, I was like that. And as I got into adulthood, I kind of backed away from it, got a little less attached to it. But um, sports cards brought me back to sports in a more nice. connected way. And, uh, yeah, sports cards is the real deal, man. Um, again, just starting from Gary Vee, I went hard into sports cards. Every card that I bought is up. It, I mean, it's dropped now. It's dropping because of, you know, the economy's at a dead stop. Unfortunately, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I bought Luca cards. Those cards are like – I got about six of them. In the wow. summer, they were 70 each, right? I didn't get them at 70. Everybody was telling me, Jason, you need to get Luca. Luca's the man. And yeah. then I was like, oh, I don't know. But I, I ended up getting them when they were about 220. Even, even when I bought them at 220, they went all the way up to 600. So I was still making money on Luca. if I wanted to sell it. And they're about they're, – they're down to about 400 again. So – Sure. And, then I, and I also bought Trey Young cards. Um, I bought about 20 of those. Nice. And yeah, those those cards were worth about 50 each when I got them. Trey Young went up to about 250 each um, around, uh, where were we in March? Uh, so before yeah. the corona thing hit. Yeah, dude. So each card is worth 250. So I'm sitting on like a couple grand on a $50 each investment on a card. So I was like, I was like, wow, this is like, like I wish I would have bought more. I remember I did a video about that. Somebody was like, Jason, you should share. I got a friend named Adam. He's really into sports cards. He's like, share, share a video of what your mistake is that you learned so far in your first few weeks. And then I, in that video, I straight up said, I said, I think my biggest mistake is not buying more Trey Young cards. And it was because yeah. you're like, gosh, I just knew I should have bought. I'm a rookie though, so I was like, very conservative, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Sony. And then um, what else did I get? I got uh, on the Yankees. I got this guy named I, – I, I never watched baseball, man. They were, in the world, they were about to go to the World Series. And then uh, I was, I, I, this player named Glaber Torres was on the Yankees. He had a good year. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. I just, just saw him playing in the playoffs. And, uh, and then uh, I just read – like reading comments is big. Reading comments on Instagram, just reading, 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 consuming all the information. So I was like, you guys should be getting Glaber Torres. So I looked it up. I bought them for like his cards are worth about seven dollars each or something that I bought them at. You know, raw right. they're graded yet. Right. And then, right. um, so now with those those same cards are worth twenty five each. If I got them graded, they turn to one hundred and twenty five each if they're all graded ten. So I was nice. like, wow, I bought like thirty of those or something. So sports cards is it's real, man. It's super yeah. real. So, uh, with you know, you with you having the eye for reselling and you knowing sports, you could probably do really well, super well. well you know, I, I have a, I have kind of a secret agent. You know, my best friend, he is a sports junkie. I mean, he yeah. so he, he he's the one that told me a long time ago about Mike Trout and make sure I pick it up and get you know oh, wow. kind of start investing. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, I I honestly don't follow baseball much at all. Mine would be more basketball and yeah. uh, football. For the most part, yeah. those are my sports. I, I like jujitsu. I wrestled in high school, so I do like to follow, um, you know, obviously like jujitsu and the professional side of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. as well. But um, you know, he is really the person that I go to, and I'm like, hey, what? You know, I like I said, I like to watch the Rockets and kind of see what's going on throughout the year. Um, but I don't really follow a lot of the other teams unless there's like major things going on, or I kind of want right. to see a big game, you know. Right. Um, and so. I go to him. He plays like a dozen fantasy leagues and he's always like getting it. And he is in sports, man. He loves sports. I mean, he is a diehard, yeah. you know, fan and he just loves to follow sports. So 
that's the guy that I go to and I reach out to if I have questions or I kind of need some knowledge or, you know, hey, what's the truth behind this? If I'm kind of seeing, you know, conflicting stories or like, hey, so what's going on? But, you know, he's yeah. the one that's like, okay, this is my point of view and his dad's a big sports fan. So it's just like yeah. knowledge on knowledge on knowledge. Yeah, that's what I do too. I leverage yeah. other people's fandom, man. I just, I'm like, what do you guys think about this player? What's going on with this team? And I have yeah. people try to razz me for that. Like, no, you should be watching the games. I'm like, dude, a game is an hour and a half, two hours. Like, I can be put a lot more of my time. So, yeah. I'm like, I'm, like, today we got Google. We got Instagram. We got Twitter. Right, we got right. friends who are just on top of everything. So, I do my little bit, and then I use everything else to, to help me make my decisions. So, yeah, I like that. Like, like leverage people's fandom big time because they yeah. they know it they're on top of it like my brother he knows a lot about sports so i go to him I'm like yo what do you think about zion what do you think about this guy what do you think about this guy my brother's one of the people who were telling me like you need to get luca you need to get luca so <laughs> i should have listened to him earlier but yeah know. i didn't I, I didn't listen enough to all the luca and trade just you know when the prices were really affordable but you know yeah. it's definitely something that i'm i'm learning a lot more about and um, yeah you know as this market comes back and um, the sports come back I'm definitely hyper focused on trying to utilize the information out there and make some good decisions on some investment yeah. cards you know I don't mind yeah. sitting on you know a few cards and then slowly gaining more and more right over um, the years because yeah. I do want to focus like funds on really building eBay and having that you know oh yeah get get to where my goals are but um, absolutely. absolutely yeah I'm definitely gonna be investing a little bit mm -hmm. That's cool, man. Just at the top of my head, I think three good cards, Devin Booker. Those are like 160. Okay. Devin Booker. Okay. I think he's like – he's just super slept on because he's in Phoenix, bad team. And then you got Donovan Mitchell, who's in the playoffs. His card is like 140 each. He's in the playoffs, okay. though, so those cards will go up. And then you got Kevin Durant, which could be a long-term card. Everybody's sleeping on him because he's injured. He's been out. I got some of his rookies for like um, a different variation. That's the highest card you can get. But I got, like, a, a card of his for 300 each. And I think once he nice. comes back, he's always in the MVP running. So I think sure. that card will go from 300 to 6, 7, 8, 9. Easy. So that's just some That'd of my awesome. top three, man, if you're looking to get something. But, yeah. Um, yeah definitely. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see what time is it. Probably, we could probably get another five minutes in. Yeah? That sounds good? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm All good. right, cool. So, yeah, we talked about reselling. We talked about um, sports cards. Let me um, ask you something. I got a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was listening to you. So, you know, I was working last night and um, I was when we were talking, I got on and listened to your latest podcast and then your Hire Yourself podcast because the title oh, was obviously sounded interesting. And I really liked that one. And so I kind of understood it like, uh, you know, when you're starting off and you're building and you're getting it going, you know, figure it out. You know, if you if you have a position that needs to be filled and you can't afford to fill it or you're not at a point where you can do that go in there and figure it out. There's so much content out there that you can do the work and, 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 and survive, you know, exactly. um, was that like, basically, I mean, that's really what I took away and I really appreciated that podcast. So was that yeah. really what, what you were, you know, meaning or kind of, yeah, that's, was I was thinking that's um, another side of it, right? Like okay. you could start creating your own hustle. Um, like for instance, I, I have one of my uh, clients that I trained, she wants to be a trainer yeah. and I told her, I was like, you probably heard this on the video too, but I said, right, right. you're so, we got so much footage of you. So, I mean, obviously you can't start training people, but you have, we have so much good footage of you. If you go on LinkedIn and you just start posting your workouts and you put, you know, why we do this workout, why this works for a person working at their desk job, what you do at lunchtime, 
Why do you work out at 4 a.m. before work? Why do you get an evening yeah. workout on this day? And you just bring value to that community. Um, some gym manager is going to be looking at your stuff and they're going to be like, hey, I like what you're doing. Uh, would you like a phone interview? Like you, get, you right. can set yourself up to get opportunities um, by posting content. So that's what I mean by hire yourself. Like hire yourself like you're already working for that company. Like if I wanted to work for designing the next iPhone or something, um, I would be posting content about Apple every day. Apple yeah, did this, Apple was working on this yeah. They did this with the iPhone 8. I would just post content like I'm already working for them. And who knows what I could come across, right? Like somebody, some tech company might see it. And like this guy, he you know, he's very informational. He's he's uh, diligent with his work, whatever. They might, somebody, Apple might not see it, but some kind of gateway job that, that can lead me to Apple might see it. And I might get an offer. I might meet somebody that sees it. I'm gonna have a friend that works for Apple, like Jason, dude, that's awesome, dude. Would you like to like come in for an internship? Some, you know, anything that happens. So that's what I mean by hire yourself. Hire yourself. Make content like you already work for the company. Like you yeah. love Disney, make make content around Disney like you already work for Disney. And I mean, there's so many things you like. You love Winnie the Pooh. You can make content every day. Oh yeah, so much. Like yeah. like like in, that's what I believe by hire yourself. And then you know, a lot of people they don't want to make content because they they just don't know. And like Gary says, like people, they're, they don't want to be judged. People don't, you know, they think too much about quality and likes and people yeah. leaving mean comments and things like that. But I'm like, just post, just post because like, like me and you, we met because I was posting content and you were on Twitter, you're posting your content. So it all leads, it all yeah. leads to something, man. So yeah, thanks for checking that out, man. Thanks for checking that out. Yeah, I, I like that perspective. I, I think I was seeing it more from like, um, you know, uh, gather the information and then put it out there to like, you know, like you said, hire yourself, like put, yeah. you know, what, what they say about putting out into the universe and believing and, you yeah. know, a, a memory board, a dream board, put it up there, look at it every right. day right. And, and speak it every day because it will come true, you know? So I actually yeah. believe what you're saying and posting the content and believing that you're in that position or you have that position or you're going to work for that company or, you know, you're, you're going to have your own, whatever the desire is, I think, you know, yeah. doing that and uh, not only consciously in your own self, but then the, um, you know, the ability to be able to provide content for others to show your value right now with the way that the platforms is just like Gary talks right. about. It's insane. It's right. it, you're absolutely right. You can literally work for some of the biggest companies in the world by just posting content about something that yeah. you truly love or you believe in yeah. or you want to do. And they yeah. will notice, you know, if you, if yeah. you do enough and you bring enough value to your audience, they will notice. Yeah, man. I, I, yeah. Like I said, I was like, I was like, content is, it's like better than a resume. If you're, if you're working and you're documenting what you're doing, it's almost better than a resume because a resume yeah. is just, you know, is it's a worded list of what you did this, but people see it and they, yeah. they can feel it and they can read it and they can visualize what you're actually doing. Um, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna get a lot of value out of that. Um, yeah. What else was I gonna say? But yeah, hire, like hiring yourself. Hire yourself is love it. I, yeah. I, I, I need to put that on a shirt. Hire, hire yourself. So actually, yeah, you know what? It. Honestly, you really should put that on a shirt. I think that <laughs> that would be great. You know, I mean, it. So of uh, uh, you know, as I scrolled through just to see your podcasts and kind of your titles and stuff, it caught my eye. You know, yeah. and I went and listened to it. So I think they're. You know, that's a great. It's a great way and a great. Um, I think introduction to people to ask the question like. What do you mean, you know? And then you can go into that belief, which I think is very, very valuable. So yeah, yeah make shirts. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. I nice. will buy, how about this? If you make a shirt 
and it's affordable, I will buy a shirt. I can't do any and Supreme sound- prices. I can't, I can't, you know. Oh, no, man. I can't Supreme. <laughs> they sell, like, shirts for, like, I don't even know what they sell a shirt for. Oh, it's insane. Something uh, insane, insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah what, so what, what else are you up to now? So you, did, so you got your reselling. What else are you up yeah. to outside of, outside of everything, all the business and everything? Yeah, so, uh, you know, just uh, working EMS, reselling, sourcing, uh, being a dad and uh, being a boyfriend, uh, future husband, you know, establishing and doing things in the home. And a lot of my day um, consists of family right now, obviously, with everything going on. So, you know, schooling with the kids and things of that short, teaching them to help clean and, you know, just to do all the stuff around the house that, you know, we do on maybe the weekend, but now we have the opportunity to do it more during the week. Um, yeah and uh definitely you know trying to really get online and uh dive in deep into learning and uh listening to a lot of the uh content that's out there so that i can get better at reselling especially right now while i have the time you know with everything pretty much being closed you know it's right here at the home so i do some work out in the yard because uh, i'm kind of redesigning like a little bird garden kind of cool uh, you know, we have in the backyard, um, and, um, you know, and then doing the reselling and like this morning I got off, I left my station at 6am. I got home about 645 and I had to package four items that sold last night and get them out to my front door so they could be picked up by USPS. Uh, and then it was, you know, doing stuff with the kids and then hopping on this. And then, you know, I've got a meeting in a little while. Um, and so it's just, you know, going to be, kind of a typical day i guess you said you know you could say <laughs> i like it man i like yeah. it what about you i mean what do you have what else do you have planned oh real quick to touch on that hire, yeah. hire yourself talking back to me oh companies will actually pay you too like if you build a following they'll pay you they'll sponsor like, sponsor, like, like a sponsored post hey you got a couple eight thousand people that follow you we'll pay you you know two thousand dollars to post this this new commercial for us so that happens yeah. too but yeah, yeah with me um today i gotta i gotta work out today uh, nice. I got to do some online training and, um, what else am I going to be doing? Um, uh, I like to write poems too. So probably get some work done in the poem book and, uh, yeah, really man, cool. put up content, put up some content, content, content. Um, I'm also into comics too. I think you said you bought some comics as well, right? I found a lot. Yes. Yeah. So yes. I love the internals comics. I'm invested in that. That's a movie coming out, Marvel movie coming out in November. So I should put a post. I haven't put a, I haven't put a post. About, no, I just did, actually. I need to put some more content up about that just to share and educate people on that movie. So, yeah, yeah man, that's my day. That's my day. Who's your favorite uh, Marvel character? My favorite Marvel character. Man, there's a lot of good ones. Um, yeah. I like Iron Man a lot. I, yeah. I think his, you know, his outfit is super cool. Uh, have you, you seen all the movies, right? The Avengers movies? You seen them all? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I love his character, what he's done. Uh, it was just cool seeing, seeing where, like, I was watching Iron Man, the first one, in the first Avengers, and how he came off as, like, the guy who did, wouldn't make sacrifices. He's too cocky. He's all about himself. Yeah. And then just to see what happened in the last movie. And that was cool how they kind of wrapped that. They brought that full circle. I think that was pretty cool. Um, and I, I like... I like what's his name, Quick Silver, no, Silver Surfer. I yeah, think they should yeah. make some kind of cool movie of him. I think he's super slept on. They can make a, kill, like a killer movie out of him. Um, and then uh, what else? Hopefully, hopefully they can do something with X Men. I feel like X Men has so much more potential in it. 
I feel like they can do something crazy with X-Men, man. That's what I'm hoping for. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I love watching the, the Marvel and really any of the action, you know, hero movies. And I've got a massive Spider-Man fan in the house. So anything Spider-Man nice. is going all the time. So I like Hulk, you know, I think, I think Hulk is – I just like the transformation because I feel, I guess, with like jujitsu, it's like the little guys, you know, you just wouldn't think that they would <laughs> – they would they would choke you out, you know. But man, some of the yeah. smallest guys in jujitsu are just some of the biggest athletes because yeah, do they, you know, they just teams. have great determination and skill, yeah. and it's incredible. So it's like, man, you know, I just see that. I, I see that in in you know the kind of uh, everyday you know non intimidating you know person. They just have you know the ability, I think, to you know be whatever they want to be. And um, yeah, that's, that's great. awesome, man. Yeah, martial arts is. You want to get humble? Do martial arts. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Do martial arts, man. Like, yeah, I, I, I think was humbled early on. Biggest, biggest things to learn in martial arts, because like, yeah. you know, just because somebody might be a lower rank than you, their skill sets might be higher. Just the fact that they didn't get to their next belt for whatever reason it has has happened. Right. So that can happen. You get humble that way. Um, and then everybody has their day. Everybody has their day, man. You know this, like. There's a day on the mat where you know you're gonna get you're gonna get checked, and if you aren't checking yourself, somebody <laughs> oh, yeah. will check you. So, yeah. yeah, I remember one time when I was when I was uh, early on in jujitsu, I did a tournament, and I, I believe it was up in Dallas, and it was Naga. I'm, you're probably familiar with Naga. They they usually no, have no, like no, no, okay, all. well, it's, at least here in Texas, uh, they 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 have uh, all different kinds of martial arts tournaments, and one of them is jujitsu. So yeah, and they do they do weightlifting. Uh, CrossFit competitions. I mean, it's a massive, like, Got um, it. Got I guess just fitness, fitness expo, you would say. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so I did a tournament there and I was a white belt and I was pretty new on, I think maybe two stripes or something, you know, I was really pretty, pretty new on, but I wanted to figure out tournaments because I'd, I'd always heard there's, you know, there's a one way to spar and then there's another way when you know you're competing or what that level of competition is like. Yeah, so I went and I competed in like my third match of that day. So I'm I'm six three. I think I was probably about one seventy five or one eighty. You know, at the time. Yeah. So like lean, but not like you know, kind of like mixed. So I ended up competing against a guy that was probably five six and one eighty. So shorter and stocky, very muscular. You know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. of course, I was like, you know, all right, you know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna use my <laughs> limbs. I'm gonna get this guy. And um, I actually yeah. ended up losing to points, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't submit him and he didn't submit me, but he definitely knew how to move on the mats and he knew how to manipulate his weight like really well. And nice, so nice. every time I thought I was going to make slick moves, he was catching me really reaching too far or, right. you know, just not really sitting back on my hips and, you know, keeping my base tight. So I, you know, it really taught me early on that regardless of whether it's a big dude or a smaller, shorter stocked guy or whatever size mm-hmm. I needed to really focus on treating them like I would treat anybody at any level exactly. you know I needed to yeah. treat my white white belt opponents my blue belt opponents my purples you know treat them all like they were black belts so like they had exactly. you know if they knew everything in the world they knew all of it you know yeah uh, how would I compete against them you know yeah so yeah that's awesome man yeah because like I remember fighting in tournaments and uh one of my friends a good friend this guy's like six five man and oh wow yeah, and he was he was tall when we were teenagers, and it, yeah. it was always amazing when I did beat him. He beat me a couple times, like him a couple times. But when I would beat him in a sparring match, like I would like I would I would give myself a big like pat on the back. So I'm like, yeah. this dude, he can yeah. kick me in the head anytime. 
And for me to figure out how to get around that kick, work my angles, get in, move in, move out, I was like, man, that's that's some good coaching. And, like, my training paid off. So, and uh, there's been times that, like, in class, dude, I get my – like, I, I tell people I learned how to fight from – like, don't underestimate women. You learn that for sure in jiu-jitsu. Oh, yeah. Women oh, are that badass, right? So, like, I learned how to fight from sparring girls. Like, girls beat me up from 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Like they destroyed me, so I learned how to fight from from girls, man. So yeah, 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 yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. We definitely have um, some incredible women that uh, train at our gym, and they, you know, they put me in my place all the time, and I appreciate it every time. So <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. Well, uh, yeah. I have no more questions. We definitely got to do this again. Absolutely, uh, I would love day. to. We can go all day, man. Um, anything sure. you wanna you wanna leave on, or you wanna share with anybody? Share with me. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm super grateful uh, that you would have me on and uh, kind of allow me to just interact and enjoy. This is something I really, I really like. And with everything going on, being able to at least get online and kind of have those social interactions are really great. Um, I think you're putting out really good content and I appreciate that. Um, you know, I, I definitely do, uh, you know, provide content on all the platforms. I've sort of lacked for a little while, but I'm definitely focused mm -hmm. on trying to bring back and giving uh, people as much valuable as much value as possible. So, you know, if you happen to come across just Jostrin or if you're checking out different resellers, I would love to kind of uh, share some knowledge with you. So, um, yeah. and, you know, you and I, I love having the connection and being able to reach out because I think we're going to really be able to, you know, interact and work um, oh, yeah. you know, I can on, feel on different things on eBay or yeah. just, you know, connecting on what's valuable. And so Absolutely. I think that's really cool, man. Really cool. Yeah. How, how old are you, Josh? Uh, 31. 31? Nice, nice. I'm 28. So, Oh, nice. All the 30 yeah, year olds that are, you know, get into their 30s, Josh is a good person to look up to. Um, I just feel you're super authentic, man. You got a, a great personality, good energy about you. And I'm excited to see what you what you do from here on out. And I'm excited to learn from you and collab with you on things and uh, and just keep learning from you and see what you're doing. So thanks for you being too. on, man. I really appreciate this. I know you're busy. You got kids. You're not going to talk about seven with kids running around. Like, dude, my hat, my hat's off to you, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey man, I appreciate it. This is a lot of fun. I, I genuinely enjoy it. So I look forward to being able to do this again. Yes, sir. We will. We will. I'll, I'll end the recording right now, Josh. All right. Hold and on, Jason, Jason. This is, I'll go for